Get ready for high school football action on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. High school football on WHTC is presented to you in part by OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, and Central Park Law. Gridiron Action is also presented by Holland Aquatic Center, Van Weeren Hardware, Goog's Pub and Grub, and Russ's Restaurants. Gear up for high school football action right here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. And a pleasant good Friday evening to you from Zeeland Stadium. Welcome to High School Football 2023 on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. It is a Division Three district final tonight here in Zeeland as the Ducks of Zeeland West take on the Broncos of Coopersville High School. My name is Greg Chandler. I'll be calling the action for you this evening. Cloudy skies, temperatures cooling off, but fans streaming into the stadium. Um, and we expect a full house for this game. Uh, two schools separated by a mere 22 miles and playing for an opportunity to move on to regional competition next week. The winner of this game will play the winner of the district final between between Parma Jackson County Western and Stevensville Lakeshore. We'll, we'll keep you updated on that particular ball game as well as the evening unfolds. But uh, this is the first time these two teams have met since 2009. Interesting, they once played for a state championship back in 2006 in just the Ducks' second year of existence. West played Coopersville at Ford Field in Detroit and the Ducks won the first of their four state championships that night, defeating the Broncos by a score of 22 to nothing. But uh, the Ducks come in with a record of seven wins and four losses, or three losses, rather, um, coming off a win a week ago against their neighborhood rival, Zeeland East. Meanwhile, Coopersville won a thriller on the road at East Grand Rapids. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that game as we roll on with our pregame show. But uh, the Broncos won that ball game by a score of 14 to 13. And um, this should be a really good contest. You got two high-powered offenses, and uh, uh, Coopersville can can score points in bunches. And they've got they've got a solid running attack, and they've got they got they may have one of the best offensive linemen in the entire state in uh, Gabe Van Sickle, a young man um, that is going to be headed to Northwestern University next year, and and he is a finalist for a statewide award given by the State Champs Network. There, it's called the Anvil Award. And they give that to the best lineman or linebacker in in the state of Michigan. And, and Gabe Van Sickle is a finalist for that honor. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll preview tonight's contest and also get you caught up on some of the other games going on in the playoffs. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450, WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Zealand Stadium, Greg Chandler with you as we get you set for this Division Three District Final tonight between the Ducks of Zealand West and the Coopersville Broncos. The, the Ducks under the direction of longtime head coach John Shilato, his 19th season. He's the only coach the Ducks have had since, uh, since Zealand split into two schools in 2005. And uh, what a track record that Coach Shilato has had. 177 career wins against just 40 losses, and tonight is the 49th playoff game 
that Coach Shilato has coached for Zeeland West in his tenure here at in Zeeland, uh, 36 and 12 all time. The Ducks last week uh, defeated Zeeland East by a score of 52 to 22. They piled up 413 yards on the ground and added 35 more through the air. They opened the scoring with a pair of short touchdown runs by Rolando Roblin of four and one yards to go out in front 14-0 after the first quarter. They then added the added to the lead in the second quarter when uh, Trenton Bolhouse scored on a quarterback sneak from a yard out, capping a 71-yard 14-play drive that took up eight and a half minutes of the clock, and that made it 20 to nothing in favor of the Green and Gold. Uh, East did get on the board on the final play of the first half on a Tyler Loeb one-yard TD run. But then in the third quarter, West put the game away with two long touchdown runs. Roblin dashed 74 yards for his third touchdown of the game. And then Trey Slotok, who has moved into the starting lineup uh, because of injuries to a couple of the Ducks running backs, Parker Holman and Isaac Vanderswad. Slotok scored on a 48-yard run, and that made it 34-6 Ducks. Then Brandon Holman, the freshman running back, the younger brother of Parker, added a pair of touchdowns in the fourth quarter on runs of 10 and 66 yards. And uh, that made the final Ducks 52, Chicks 22. And uh, uh, again, as per usual, when you have over 400 yards of rushing offense, the, 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 the distribution is pretty well evenly distributed. Uh, Trey Slotok had 161 yards on 14 carries for the Ducks. Rolando Roblin had 103 yards on 10 tries. And Brandon Holman had 94 yards on five tries. So three different backs for the Ducks had at least 90 yards rushing in the contest. Uh, Trenton Bolhouse threw only two passes. He completed both of them, though, for a total of 35 yards. And Bolhouse, they don't throw the ball a lot, but Bolhouse has proven over the course of the season to throw an accurate football when he's called upon to do so. So uh, the Ducks looking to try to advance to the regional. Um, last year, they... They won the district title and moved on to the regional before they lost to Muskegon High on a, on a snowy afternoon at Hackley Stadium in Muskegon. But uh, uh, the Ducks trying to go to 8-3. and three. Uh, they won their first six games of the season. They were averaging well over 50 points in those in those six games. But then they dropped their last three in a row, all to Muskegon area schools. They lost to Muskegon High 22-16. They lost a tough one against, against Mona Shores and then lost a, a tough one against Reese Puffer in the final game of the season. Uh, all by close margins, those scores were, but uh, the Ducks were just not able to get as much going offensively in those contests. However, they were able to right the ship last week and uh, pile up that, that those 413 yards. They averaged almost 10 yards a carry last week, 413 yards on 42 carries. So that gave, gives you some indication of how dominant they were against Zeeland East a week ago. The uh, the Ducks are in the locker room getting some last-minute instructions from, from head coach John Shilato. And when we come back, we'll talk about the Coopersville Broncos, and we'll also get you caught up on some of the other games going on in Division Three football as we march on the drive to Ford Field. You are listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450, WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Back to our pregame show from Zealand Stadium as we get you set for the contest between the Ducks and the Broncos. Coopersville comes in with an 8-2 and two record. They have won seven in a row, and they are just four points shy of being unbeaten. They, they dropped two games in a row early in the season. They won the, their opener against Otsego 49-6, or... 
They had wins against Otsego and Sparta to open the season 49-6 and 49-14 respectively. Then they lost their first two games in the OK Blue Conference. They lost to Grand Rapids West Catholic, uh, which has been a powerhouse the last several seasons and very likely to make another deep run this year in the Division 5 playoffs. West Catholic beat Coopersville 17-14 to on a late field goal in that one. And then a week later, Spring Lake, a team that we, we had a chance to see late in the season against Hamilton, uh, beat, beat this Coopersville team by a score of 20-19. But since then, they have ripped off seven wins in a row. They beat Unity Christian 56-31, to Hamilton 42-6, to Fruitport 55-16, Holland Christian 34-22, to Allendale 24 to 21 and then last week in the pre-district contest they went to East Grand Rapids one of the traditional powerhouse programs in the entire state and they beat the Pioneers 14 to 13 and that was a, an epic defensive struggle you know in this era of high-powered offenses and spread offenses we usually see a lot of points in high school football we didn't see a single point in that game between Coopersville and East Grand Rapids for 41 minutes there was it was no score after three quarters Finally, Coopersville got on the board with about seven minutes to go in the game on a four-yard run by quarterback Bo Harris. Extra point kick made it 7-0. East Grand Rapids came back. They scored a touchdown. They kicked the extra point. That tied it up at 7 off. Then East came, and then rather Coopersville came back again, and Bo Harris scored the go-ahead touchdown with about three minutes to go in the game. That made it 14-7. And then Coopersville, um, East Grand Rapids then came back and cut the lead to 14-13 with a touchdown with about a minute to go. They elected to go for two. They, they tried to pass into the end zone. The pass was broken up, and Coopersville held on for the win to go to 8-2 and two to win their seventh straight game and punch their ticket into this game today. Um, Bo Harris was solid. He's a dual-threat quarterback. He had 84 yards on eight carries running the football. He also completed five of nine passes for 63 yards. Um, Lemieux had 81 yards on 24 carries. Evan Arnold, 54 yards on 12 carries. Um, defensively, Brooks Haddon led the defense with eight tackles, including two tackles for loss, and he also had an interception. Now, Coopersville plays in the OK Blue. Um, they are looking for their first district championship since 2007. Uh, last year they got to the district final, but then they lost to Muskegon by a score of 40-14, to 14, so... The, 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 these two teams have this in common. Both their seasons la ended last year at the hands of the Muskegon Big Reds. But Coopersville is in the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year under the direction of head coach Ed Kamen, who is in his seventh season. And um, they, they've got a lot of weapons. Uh, it starts with the quarterback, Bo Harris, but they've got an outstanding offensive line. And it is anchored by their by their 285-pound senior tackle, Gabe Van Sickle. Uh, Gabe Van Sickle, um, we mentioned, is a finalist for the uh, the Anvil Award, which is given to the top high school lineman or linebacker in the state. He is headed to Northwestern University next year to play football for the Wildcats. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will have the opening kickoff of tonight's. Division Three District Final, you are listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. We are underway here. Coopersville won the coin toss. They elected to receive. Taking the kickoff is... Nick Gordon, Gordon along the near sideline is knocked out of bounds. 
at around the, the Coopersville 25-yard line. So that's where the Broncos will scrimmage. A lot of green in the house tonight. The Ducks are in the green jerseys with white letters and and piping, white pants, green helmets. The Coopersville Broncos are in the white jerseys, white pants, green numerals on the jerseys, white helmets with the green block C logo on the side. Coopersville will scrimmage from its own 24-yard line. Bo Harris, the junior, is the quarterback. Evan uh, Isaac Lemieux is the running back. We'll see, see Evan Arnold in there as well. The wideouts are Nick Gordon, Brady Wilson, and Brooks Haddon. First and 10 Coopersville, they, they scrimmage from their own 24-yard line. Shotgun formation. Here's a quick pass into the flat. It is caught at the 25-yard 20, line outside the numbers at the 30 and up to the 32-yard line. Quick pass to the outside. And it's a pickup of about seven. Just a quick pass into the flat that time. <clears throat> Second down and... Nick, Nick Gordon was the receiver on that on that reception. And this time Harris will keep it over the right side and he is out to about the 35. And that'll be enough for a Bronco first down. Up front, the, 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 the left tackle, Gabe Van Sickle, the left guard, William Decker. J.J. Hurtis is the, check that, um, Ethan McAdams is the center. The right guard is Javion Rogers, and the right tackle is J.J. Hurtis, who's also a good one. Three receivers right, one on the left, shotgun formation. They hand it off on the jet sweep. No, Harris will keep it. Instead, he's over the 35 to about the 37, and he gets pushed back by about five green jerseys. And in the middle of the pileup there, you had Orion Yant there, Brody Moss, and Tyler Bauman was also in there as well. Gain of a couple. Second and eight, Coopersville. They scrimmage from their 37. Just underway. We're a little more than a minute into the contest. Trips right, single receiver on the left. Harris is in the gun. He's got a running back to his left, Lemieux. Back to throw is Harris. They set up a screen. It is caught at the 38, up to the 39-yard line, and taken down is Luke Stanton, the wide receiver. Well played that time by the sophomore, Marshall Johnson. Pickup of a couple, third and six Coopersville from its 39-yard line. Fifth play of the drive. Broncos look to the sideline to get the play from Coach Kamen. Fourth time these two, uh, fifth time these two teams have played. The Ducks have won three of the past four, but they haven't played each other since 2009. Twin, twins to either side. It's a two-by-two two stack formation. Now they send a man in motion across formation. That's Gordon right to left. Harris rolls out to his left to throw. Rolling, rolling, throwing, and it is. Is it intercepted? They're going to give it to him. Trent Bullhouse picked it off at the Ducks 45-yard line right along the far sideline. So the first possession of the game results in a turnover for the Ducks. So Trenton Bullhouse picks it off, and he'll now turn his attention to, to quarterbacking this Ducks offense. West will have a 1-2-3 formation in the backfield. Number one, Keaton Hendricks is the fullback. The halfbacks, number two, Trey Slodock. Number three, Rolando Roblin. Ducks working right to left across your radio dial. Full house formation, two tight ends and a balanced line. Coopersville with nine men up along the line of scrimmage. Tosh sweep right. 
This is slow down. Slow down gets to the outside. He's to the 45. Cut back 40. 35, 30. 25, 20. 15, 10, 5. End zone. Touchdown. Zealand West. Trey Slodak with a lightning bolt from 55 yards out. So the Ducks capitalize on the Bullhouse pick and they take it to the house. The Ducks will go for two as usual. Slodak had a 48-yard run in the, in the third quarter last week against the Chicks and he scores from 55 here. Straight T formation, Bullhouse under center. Trenton's got it, hands it up up the middle and plowing ahead is Keaton Hendricks and he's in. So Keaton Hendricks runs in the two-point conversion and with 9.37 to go in the first quarter, Zeeland West out to a quick 8-0 lead over Coopersville. We'd like to tell you that the broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. No reproduction, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSA and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. So you couldn't ask for a better start to this ball game if you're John Shillito. Your defense gets a turnover on the first possession and then Slodak goes 55 on the first offensive play. Lucas Smith tees it up along the far hash. Here's the run up by Smith. The kick is away. Angles it toward the far sideline. It's caught at the three yard line. Up to the 10, up to the 15, to the 20. Out to the 25, over the 30, and out close to the 35. I believe that's Gordon. So Coopersville will have decent field position. It was Nick Gordon on the return. So Coopersville will set up shop at its own 33-yard line, trailing it 8 to nothing, with 9.30 to go. The winner of this game will play the winner of the Parma-Jackson County-Western-Stevensville-Lakeshore game. Some other games going on in Division Three tonight. Uh, Forest Hill Central is at Mount Pleasant. Petoskey is at Gaylord. DeWitt is at Mason. Auburn Heights Avondale is at Wald Lake Western. Here's a give off the right side. This is Lemieux, and he is wrestled down at the 37-yard line, and it was Bullhouse that came up from the secondary, and Trenton Bullhouse... Trenton Bullhouse may have jammed his right shoulder. He is flexing his shoulder, trying to trying to keep it limber, but he, he was in on that last tackle. Gain of three. The rest of the schedule tonight in Division Three, it's Gross Point North hosting Detroit Martin Luther King and River Rouge at Riverview. Second and seven Broncos from the 38. Here's Harris keeping it, and he's over the 40 to the 42 before Trey Slotok and Brody Smyers teamed up to make the tackle. So a pickup of four. It's going to be third and a yard for the Broncos as they work from their own 42-yard line, wearing the white jerseys with the green numerals. So a lot of green in the house tonight. The stands on both sides of the field are full, and I see a lot of Coopersville fans along the fence just off of the uh, grandstand. Trips right, single receiver on the left. Lemieux lines up to the right of Bo Harris, who's in the gun. Four men across the front for the Ducks. The give is up the middle, and with running room into Ducks territory, that's Lemieux, and he's got a first down. 
to about the 42 of the Ducks. Big hope by the middle of that Coopersville offensive line, and that, that's the strength of this team. They can, they can pound the ball right down your throat with that big old line. First and 10, Coopersville from the Ducks, 42-yard line. Broncos look to the sideline to get the play. Harris is in the gun. He's got three receivers on the right, one to left. They spread the field out. Man in motion, Gordon right to left. Harris back to throw. Harris is going to air it out. He's got a man out there, and it is broken up. And well played that time. That was Trey Slodock. There was a Coopersville receiver that had gotten behind Slodock, but the receiver had to hold up for the throw, and Slodock actually got back, and the ball hit him in the back. Second down and 10, Coopersville from the Zeeland West, 42, 7.40 to go, first quarter, 8-0 Ducks. Coach came and signaling the play to his quarterback, Bo Harris. Harris looks at his wristband for the corresponding play. Trips right, single receiver left. Harris in the gun, looks at a four-man front for the Ducks. Harris has got it, he's going to keep it. Harris to the 40. Harris cuts back. He is down to about the 37, maybe the 36. And that was um, that was Mason Busker, the sophomore, in on that tackle. So a pickup of six for Harris. Third and four for the Broncos. They need the 32 for the first down. Coopersville has three receivers right, one on the left. Lemieux on the left hip of Bo Harris. Man in motion, Gordon right to left. They give it to Gordon on the jet sweep going to his left. Gordon to the 35 along the, the, the far sideline, and he'll have a first down to about the 30. Yeah, Gordon is the speed merchant on this team, and he got, was able to get to the outside. And um, they'll mark it at the 31, so a pickup of, pick of about five on that play. So Coopersville's picked up a couple of first downs on this possession. They, they have it first and 10 at the Ducks 31. Harris in the gun, gets the snap, hands it off to Lemieux. Lemieux is hit in the backfield, and he's lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Brody Smyers knife through that time, and what a year he's had. No gain on the play. Second down and 10, Coopersville from the Ducks 31. Clock at 635 and running. Three receivers on the right, one on the left. Harris awaits the shotgun snap. And now he turns away, looks to the sideline as they change the play up. And now Harris looks at his wristband, relays the, the play to his offensive line. Harris awaits the shotgun snap. Man in motion, Gordon. And... Harris fakes the jet sweep. Harris is going to keep it, and he gets hit, and he got maybe a yard, but no more than that. And once again, Brody Smyers with help from Keaton Hendricks on the, st on the stop. Third and nine, Coopersville from the Zeeland West 30. So a big play for the Bronco offense as they try to get the equalizing score here. And Coopersville didn't score till the fourth quarter last week, but neither did East Grand Rapids. Trips right, single receiver on the left. Harris awaits the shotgun snap. Harris has got it. 
Back to throw. Wet time. Throws down the middle. Got a man. Down inside the 15. It's Stanton, and that's going to be enough for a first down. A down and in pattern run by, by Stanton, and uh, Harris put it right on the money. First down, Coopersville at the Zeeland West 15. A pickup of 15 on that pitch and catch. So the Broncos are in the red zone now. This time, two by two formation, stack receivers on either side. Lemieux lines up to the left of Bo Harris. Gordon in motion right to left. The give to Lemieux up the middle. He breaks one tackle, but he is going to be dropped. Good, solid textbook tackle that time. That was by Trey Slodock. He dropped him right at the, the 12. Pickup of three for Lemieux. Second and, seven. Second and seven Broncos. Broncos started this drive at their 33. They've picked up three first downs so far. Harris in the gun. And now they looks like they're changing the play up again. Harris looks at his wristband. And now relays the signal to his offensive line. Man in motion is Stanton right to left. They give it to Lemieux up the middle. Lemieux to the 10, fights his way forward. He's got to have a first down inside the five. Well, they, they run the jet sweep action. They fake it and trying to get the, uh, the defense out of position. And they succeeded in doing that. And Lemieux able to pick up nine on a first down. First and goal Broncos at the Ducks three-yard line. This is the 12th play of the drive. First and goal, Coopersville at the Ducks' three-yard line. Harris hands it off to Lemieux, and Lemieux is hit, and he got nothing. The hole quickly filled that time. It's going to be a loss of a yard, and Wyatt Borson was the first man of the ball. There were, there were three or four green jerseys there, but Borson was the first one there. Second and goal from the, from the, from the west four-yard line. Trips right, single receiver left. Harris has Lemieux on his left hip. A methodical drive by this Coopersville team. They came into the ballgame averaging 35 points a game. Again, they've won seven in a row after the back-to-back -back losses. Gordon in motion right to left. The give to Lemieux up the middle. He fights his way forward, and did he get in? They're going to mark him about a half yard short of the end zone. It's going to be fourth and a foot, or third and a foot, rather. The ball marked just outside the goal line. And uh, John Shillito puts it. Extra body in the ball game. Alex Magruder in as they try to beef up that front. Third and goal from the one-foot line. And it looks like we got a different guy. This is this is Lemieux taking the shotgun snap, and he will go in for the touchdown. They, Coopersville lined up in the Wildcat, and Isaac Lemieux took the direct snap and went over the right side into the end zone. Capping a drive that took up 7 minutes and 40 seconds. It's now Zeeland West 8, Coopersville 6. They're going to kick the extra point. They're not going to go for 2. 
to match the Ducks' two-point conversion from earlier. Here's the snap, the kick on the way. It is up, and it is good. So with 1.57 to go in the first quarter here at Zeeland Stadium, it is the Ducks of Zeeland West 8 and the Coopersville Broncos 7. We've always said that sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives. In sports and in life, nothing beats good sportsmanship. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. 67 yards, 13 plays, the drive for the uh, Broncos. And uh, here's the odd stat of the day so far. The, the Broncos have run 21 offensive plays in this first quarter. The Ducks have run one. But West leads on the John on the Trey Slodock touchdown run. Here's the kick. It is fielded at the three-yard line. Coming up to the five, to the 10, to the 15. That's Rolando Roblin. Roblin to the 35. Look out. And Roblin is dragging tacklers with him past midfield into Coopersville territory. The speedy Rolando Roblin almost took it to the house. He returns at 50 yards, and the Ducks will set up shot at the Coopersville 47-yard line. Let's pick up that, uh, that Zeeland West offensive line for you. The left tackle is Matthias Buter. The left guard is Marshall Johnson. The center, Nathan Brower. Right guard is Wyatt Borson. The right tackle, Alex Magruder. The tight ends, Brody Smyers and Jay Swart. We'll see Orion Yant in there as well. Here's a handoff to Keaton Hendricks and the All-Stater, Gabe Van Sickle, who plays on both sides of the ball. First man and no gain on the play for Hendricks. Second down and 10. Down to a minute 23 to go here in the first quarter. Ducks have the ball in Coopersville territory. Second and 10. They lead 8-7. to seven. Just the third offensive play the Ducks are going to run here in this quarter. Full house backfield. Two tight ends and a balanced line. Six men across the front for the Broncos. Full house steps in behind Brower. Hands it off left side to Rolando Roblin. Rolando's down to the, about the 42, maybe the 41-yard line. Van Sickle was there. And Troy Dunback was also in on the tackle as well. Third and five for the Ducks from the 42-yard line. We're down to 44 seconds to go here in this quarter. So this probably will be the last play of the quarter. Bullhouse brings him up slowly to the line. Bullhouse. Gets the snap, hands it off to Slodok off the right side. Slodok 35, Slodok 30. Slodok spins away from a tackle. 25 down to the 23-yard line. Trey Slodok ran out of a tackle by Luke Stanton, and he picks up 19 in a first down. And time will run out here in the first quarter here at Zeeland Stadium in this district final. It is Zeeland West 8, Coopersville 7. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app.
First and 10, Zeeland West as we start the second quarter. The Ducks have it at the Coopersville 23, leading it 8-7. Bowlhouse hands it up off the middle to Keaton Hendricks. Hendricks breaks loose. Hendricks to the 10, to the 5, to the house. Touchdown, Zeeland West. Keaton Hendricks on the dive play. Broke a tackle at the 15th, scooted to the outside, and he goes in from 23 yards out. On the first play of the second quarter. Fourteen to seven ducks, they'll go for two. So the ducks have run just five offensive plays and they have two touchdowns. Full house backfield, they'll often throw on the two-point conversions. Bullhouse under center. He's got it. And he's gonna throw it. Throws for the end zone. It is caught! Trey Slothock caught the two-point conversion pass. Beautiful play action fake that time by Trenton Bowlhouse. And with 11.54 left in the first quarter, or first half rather, here at Zeeland Stadium, it is the Ducks 16, Coopersville 7. The love of the game draws us to sports as, co as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played. To feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping onto the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships that can only be that can only be made in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Lucas Smith with the run-up and the kickoff. And he angles it toward the nearest sideline. Stanton will take it at the 27. Stanton at the 30, and he'll be dropped at around the 35-yard line as Brody Smyers was down there on coverage. And Brandon Holman, the freshman, was also down there as well. So Coopersville will have it at its 35. The Broncos took 13 plays to go 67 yards on, that, on, on their last drive to score, but the Ducks respond with a 47-yard four-play possession capped off by the Keaton Hendricks touchdown run. Broncos come immediately to the line of scrimmage. Out over the football is Ethan Mc, 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 McAdams, the center. In the shotgun formation is Bo Harris with Isaac Lemieux to his left. Quick pass on the outside, caught by Gordon. Gordon outside the numbers at the 35 to the 40. 45 along the far sideline, and Gordon along the far side. This is going to be a foot race, and Gordon is going to win it. Touchdown, Coopersville! Touchdown, Well, just a little swing pass out of the backfield. Gordon picked up a couple of blocks right at the point of the catch, and then he dashes along the far sideline for a 65-yard touchdown. So just like that, 18 seconds after the Ducks score, Coopersville responds. Evan Olson on for the conversion. Here's the snap, spot, kick on the way. It is up and it is good. So with 11.36 to go in the first half, it is Zeeland West 16, Coopersville 14. Looking for a score, a schedule, a story? 
MHSA.com has you covered with everything you need to follow high school sports in Michigan. It works great on mobile devices and makes tournament information even easier to find. Plus, get all the feature stories and finals recaps right on the front page. Check out MHSA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. So we've run two plays so far in the second quarter, and both have resulted in touchdowns. What a game we've had so far. Olsen gets ready to kick off. Roblin back deep along with Brandon Holman for the Ducks. Here's the run-up. The kick is away. And this is gonna this is gonna go out the back of the end zone. Little bit of a, a wind out of the southwest, and that one pushed it out of the end zone. So the Ducks will set up shop at their own 20-yard line, leading 16 to 14. Trenton Bullhouse will come out to lead the offense. Again, the Ducks have run just five offensive plays so far, but they've got 102 yards to show for those five plays. Slodok with 74 yards on two carries, Hendricks with 23 on two, and Slodok and Hendricks each with a touchdown. Bullhouse relays the play to his, to his huddle. Nathan Brower over the football, and Bullhouse will step in behind him. Six men across the front for Coopersville. Two linebackers up close. Straight T formation. They hand it off on the right side, and Slodok tries to break one tackle, and he cannot escape the grasp. And that was, that was Austin Schottko, the defensive end, number 81, dropping Slodok for a loss back to the 19-yard line. So the first negative play of the night for West. Second down and 11. The ball resting at the 19-yard line of the Ducks. Cloudy skies, no precipitation yet so far. We may see a shower before this one is over. We've had plenty of precipitation the last few weeks. Bullhouse under center, full house backfield. Trenton's got it, hands it off on the power sweep. This is Slodok, spins away from a tackle, and he's up to about the 22-yard line. Good pursuit that time. They ran to the short side. Evan Arnold made the stop that time for Coopersville. Third and eight ducks. So the first, first third down the ducks have faced tonight. Bowles gets the play from John Shillito, jogs back to the huddle. Let's see what Coach Shillito dials up here on this third and eight. Full house backfield, two tight ends in a balanced line. Bullhouse, Bullhouse is going to keep it over the right side, and he's going to be dropped well short of the first down. They'll give him to the 25. They fake the die play, and then he went over the right side, but the hole filled nicely that time. Evan Arnold was there, as was Tyler Terpstrup. And it's going to be fourth down and five, and um, are the Ducks going to go for it? Uh, Bowhouse is, is Bowl, they're, they're coming up to the line. It looks like they're going to go for it. So John Shilato showing some confidence in his, in his offense. And he's, try, he's trying to get Coopersville to jump offside. And uh, now we're going to get a timeout. And uh, the Ducks will, t will spend their first timeout. So the, the offensive unit comes over for a word with Coach Shilato. And... Um, it's not often that the Ducks punt the football, and I'm not convinced they're going to here, even though it's a fourth and five. 
So we'll 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 see what what they dial up here on this fourth down situation. 9:35 to go here in the first half. 16-14, Zeeland West in the lead. And at Jarvis Memorial Field in Saugatuck in the Division 8 District Final, a White Pigeon with an early 6-0 lead over Saugatuck. That game airing on our sister station, 92-7 the band with, with Eric Van Swole on the play-by-play. -play. Uh, meanwhile, the game the, in the other half of the bracket, they've gone to the second quarter over in Suburban Jackson. No score between Parma Western and Stevensville Lakeshore. The Ducks look like they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Bowhouse under center, straight T formation. Bowhouse hands it off. Left side, Rolando Rowland, and he's not going to get the first down. He's, they stop him about a yard, a yard or two shy of the first down. So Coopersville will get the football in Zeeland West territory at the 28-yard line. So a big, a potential <laughs> momentum change that time. So Coopersville will have an opportunity to take its first lead of the game. First and 10 at the Ducks 28-yard line with 9.30 to go in the first half. And the score at 16-14 Ducks. Here comes, here comes Bo Harris leading the Coopersville offense. He's got Isaac Lemieux to his left. Trips right, single receiver on the left. Four men across the front for the Ducks. And now we get a whistle before as they get the snap started. And what do we got? We got a legal procedure. It's been a clean game so far. Not much in the way of penalties. First and 15 for Coopersville from the West 33-yard line. Trips right, single receiver left. Harris in the gun. And now he, he steps away and looks to the sideline to get the play from Coach Kamen. And now he relays the signal to his offensive line. Lemieux lines up on the left hip of Harris. Harris has got it. They throw a swing pass and it is knocked down. They were trying to set the screen up for Gordon again, but this time the last play was, was the play that Gordon took the short pass and went 65 to the house. But that time Moss got a big paw up there and knocked it down. Second down, 15 for Coopersville from the Zeeland West 33. Coopersville trying for its first district championship since 2007. Trips right, single receiver on the left. Man in motion is Gordon right to left, and they give it to Gordon on the jet sweep. Gordon to the 35, picks up a lock. Gordon to the 25, Gordon to the 10, Gordon to the 5, end zone, touchdown. Coopersville, a great block thrown that time by Isaac Lemieux, the running back on one of the DBs, and from that point on, Nick Gordon kicked on the Jets, and he takes it all the way for the score, 33 yards. And Coopersville leads for the first time tonight. Olsen on for the extra point. Snap, spot, kick on the way. It is up, and it is good. 9-19 to go in, the, in a wild first half here at Zeeland Stadium. And Coopersville, which was down early, 
by 16 to 7 has come back to take the lead at 21 to 16. And uh, Nick Gordon with two plays, two electrifying plays covering 98 yards. First a 65 taking a pass in the flat and then a 33-yard run. Well, we knew Coopersville could put could score point score lots of points, and they're they're showing it tonight. Back deep for the Ducks are Rolando Roblin and Brandon Holman, and for the first time tonight, the Ducks are behind. Well, we still got plenty of football left to go here. Here's the run up by Olson. The kick is away. And Ro Roblin will let it go out the back of the end zone. So the Ducks will have it at their 20. On their last possession, they went for it fourth and five on their own 25-yard line. And Roblin was stopped about two yards short of the first down. Coopersville took over, and two plays later, Gordon scored. And that has the Broncos out in front. Trenton Bullhouse brings the Ducks up to the line. Nathan Brower out over the football. Straight T formation. Two tight ends in a balanced line. Six men across the front. Two linebackers up close for the Broncos. The give to Slodok. Slodok off the right slide. He's over the 25 out to about the 27-yard line. And it was Isaac Lemieux on the stop that time. There's a flag down right at the, in the backfield. And I think this is going to come back. Rolando Roblin got tagged with a hold that time, so that will nullify the run. And that'll that'll make it first and 20 for the Ducks from their own 10-yard line. And uh, you don't want to get behind the sticks here if you're the Ducks. First penalty of the game against West. Straight T formation. Bullhouse. Under center, Trenton's got it, and Bullhouse is going to roll up the throw and throws a pass, and Gabe Van Sickle got a paw up there and knocked it down. It was intended for Brody Moss out of the backfield, and, and big Gabe Van Sickle, the all-stater, got a hand up there and knocked it down. Second and 20 for the Ducks from their own 10-yard line. Smyers checks out of the ball game as uh, Jay Swart is in the ball game at tight end. Bullhouse looks over the Coopersville defense. Trenton's got it. Throws a pop pass. It is caught. Out to about the 20 and trying to break free for additional yardage is Jacob McLaren, the, the junior tight end. And they get back the penalty yardage. Gain of 10 on that catch. Third and 10 ducks from their 20. So the ducks have thrown back-to-back passes, which we almost never see. Here we go, third and 10. They need the 30 to keep this drive going. Bullhouse under center. Bullhouse. Rolls out, rolls out, throws, going high is Smyers, and Smyers catches it at the 32. 
Smyers bobbled it at the, at the height of the catch, but he reels it in. It's a 12-yard completion. First down, Ducks. Actually, they'll give him to the 33. Great job by Brody Smyers to maintain concentration after bobbling the ball initially and reeling it in. So the Ducks get a new set of downs. Straight T formation, Bullhouse under center. Trenton's got it, hands it up the middle to Keaton Hendricks, and Kendricks di Hendricks dives out to about the 38-yard line, and Keaton pounds the football. He almost broke it. Second down and five for Zeeland West from its 38-yard line. Clock running, 7.19 to go first half. 21-16 Coopersville in the lead. Here come the Ducks. Straight T. Two tight ends and a balanced line. Bowhouse has got it. Hands it off to Slodok off the right side. And Trey is out to about the 43. Lemieux made the tackle, and that's going to be enough for a Ducks first down. So after a first and 20, the Ducks were able to convert on a couple of completions by, by Bullhouse. And now it runs by by Hendricks and Slodok have given the Ducks a first down at their 43. Bullhouse backfield. Bullhouse gets the snap. He's going to roll left to throw. Rolling, rolling, got a man, and it is dropped. And Brody Smyers, who just made a great catch a moment ago, had one right in his hands, and he dropped it. And Smyers pounds the dirt and pounds the turf in frustration. He knows he knew he should have had that one. And quite frankly, if Smyers had made that catch, he had a lot of green turf ahead of him. They sent two receivers out. They sent one receiver deep, and then Smyers was the underneath receiver. And Smyers might have gotten a lot of yardage out of it. Second and 10 for the Ducks from their 43. Bowhouse, toss sweep to, to Slodok. Slodok to the outside, and he gets tackled at about the 44, maybe the 45. And that was Evan Arnold leading the charge that time for the Broncos. Gain of a couple. Third and eight Ducks from their 45. Well, Coopersville has scored on each of its last three possessions after the Trenton Bowhouse pick on the opening drive of the game. So the Ducks trying to respond. Bowhouse under center. They need the 47 of Coopersville for the first down. They give it to Hendricks. Hendricks hurdles a defender. Hendricks to the 45. Hendricks to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10. And he'll be dragged down out of bounds at around the six yard line. Keaton Hendricks saw a pile of bodies right up the middle. He hurdled it like a hurdler, then cut to the outside, and he almost took it all the way. They'll mark it at the nine-yard line of Coopersville. It's a gain of 46 for Hendricks. Put that one on the highlight reel, Ryan Van Dort, <laughs> who's standing right next to me. First and goal, Ducks from the Coopersville 9 as, as Zeeland West tries to regain the lead. Bullhouse under center. Trenton's got it. Gives it to Roblin. Roblin to the 5. Inside the 5. 
And actually, they'll, they'll mark it at the six, it looks like. So a pickup of three for Rondo Roblin. Second down and goal from the Coopersville six. Bolas gets the play from Coach Shillito. Jogs back to the huddle. Ducks come up to the line. It's Hendricks, the fullback, Slodok, and Roblin, the halfbacks, behind Trenton Bolhouse, who's under center. Trenton's got it. Gives it to Slodok off the right side. They plow ahead. And Slodok is into the end zone. Touchdown, Zeeland West. Slodok was hit at above the three and kept his legs moving, and the Ducks moved the pile, and Slodok is in the end zone for his second TD of the game. The Ducks will go for two. Try to make it a three-point lead. Back and forth we go in this one. Straight T formation. Ballhouse has got it. Hands it off to Hendricks. Hendricks fights his way forward. He's not going to get in. So the, the Broncos hold on the two-point conversion. And with 4.53 left in the first half, here at Zeeland Stadium, it's the Ducks 22, Coopersville 21. You can keep up with everything MHSA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, video highlights, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. It's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Twenty-two to twenty. Trace Lodhock his second rushing touchdown of the night. Lucas Smith gets ready to kick off, and here's a ground ball kick. It is bobbled. It is loose, and uh, the Broncos do recover it. It was Azariah Stevens, number fifteen, that recovered the football for Coopersville. So the Broncos will get it at their own 45-yard line. Again, they've scored on three consecutive possessions now. First and 10, Coopersville. Here's a quick pass on the outside. It's Gordon. Gordon's got it at the 45 along the near sideline. He's into West Territory and is knocked out of bounds at the 43-yard line by Trenton Bolhouse. But Gordon picks up a dozen. It's a first down. And quickly, Coopersville up to the line. First and 10 from the Zeeland West 42. 433 left in the first half. 22-21, Ducks. Bo Harris looks at his wristband, now relays the signals to his offensive line. He's in the shotgun with Isaac Lemieux to his right. Man in motion is Stanton, and Stanton gets it on the jet sweep going to his right. 
And Stanton gets down to about the 40-yard line. Good penetration that time by Matthias Buter. And that'll limit it to a two-yard gain. Second down and eight. Broncos quickly up to the line. Under four minutes to go in the half. Ball marked at the, at the Ducks 40-yard line. Trips left, single receiver on the right. Now again, they look to the sideline to get the play from Coach Kamen. Clock running at now 3.30 to go in the half. Ducks have two timeouts remaining. The Broncos have three. Here's the give to Lemieux. Lemieux right side, and he's to the 35. The ball's out. Ducks say they have it. And what's it going to be? It is Zeeland West football. Lemieux fumbled the football. And Brody Smyers, I believe, came out of there with it for the Ducks. So the Ducks get their second turnover of the night. They'll have it with 3.16 to go in the half from working from their own 35-yard line. Well, the, the Ducks were able to capitalize on the first turnover when, the, when Trenton Bullhouse intercepted a pass. And that set up the Trey Slothock 55-yard touchdown run on the Ducks' first offensive play. Ducks come out in the straight tee. Bullhouse under center. They give it to Slothock over the right side. And uh, the, the Broncos were ready for him that time. And all of a sudden, Slothock breaks out the other side. But the play is whistled dead at the 36. Evan Arnold on the stop for the, for the Broncos. Gain of a yard. Second down and nine, clock running at 2.55. Remember, remember, the Ducks are going to get the football to start the second half because Coopersville won the coin toss and elected to, to, elected to receive. So this could be big here if the Ducks are able to score and then open the second half with the football. Straight T formation. Bullhouse studies a six-man Coopersville front. They give it to Slodock over the right side. Slodock to the 40, Slodock to the 45, and Slodock ran into his own man. Otherwise, he might still be going, but he's got a first down out to the 49 of Zeeland West. A pickup of 13 for Slodock, who has had a huge first half. First and 10 Ducks. Clock running, 2.10 to go in the half. The Ducks have it at their 49, leading 22 to 21. Bullhouse under center, gives it to Keaton Hendricks up the middle, and Keaton is into Coopersville territory. He's wrestled down at the 48-yard line. A whole bevy of white jerseys around there, and guess who's in the middle of all that? Gabe Van Sickle. Ben Burgess was also in there as well, number 53. Pickup of three for Hendricks. Second and seven Ducks at the Coopersville 48. Clock at 135 and rolling. Ducks with two timeouts left. Bullhouse under center. Trenton's got it. Toss sweep right to Slodock. And Slodock gets inside the 45. And they'll mark him at the 44, it looks like. Clock continuing to roll at 118. Third and three ducks. And let's, depending this play, this result of this play, we're going to see West maybe use one of their timeouts. 
Bohaus brings him up quickly to the line, down to 102. Bohaus gives it to Slodok. Slodok right side, and Slodok's got a first down inside the 40, down to about the 37. The clock will stop at 56 seconds to, to set the chains. And quickly, Bohaus brings the play in from the sideline. Down to 45 seconds. Again, the Ducks not using their timeouts yet. And how about this? Bullhouse is lined up as a receiver on the right, and we're going to get a timeout by Coopersville. The Trey Slodock was going to take the direct snap as a Wildcat, and, and Trenton Bullhouse was lined up as a slot receiver on the right, and that confused the Coopersville defense. So Ed Kamen spends a timeout with 35 seconds left in the half. The Ducks have it at the Coopersville 37 with a first and 10. So they. <laughs> so Cooper. Zeeland West bought themselves a, some extra time there by forcing Coopersville to take the timeout with that wrinkle. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSA website. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics in the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Parma Jackson County Western has taken a 14-0 lead late second quarter over Stevensville Lakeshore. The winner of that game will play the winner of this game in the regional next week. And once again, the Ducks come out. Bohaus lines up as the slot receiver on the right. Trey Slodock will take the snap. Man in motion, and now we got movement. Rolando Roblin was going in motion, and there was another West player that was going in motion at the same time. So that's going to make it first and 15. Brody Moss was got, actually got whistled for the illegal procedure penalty. So they'll, they'll, they'll mark it at the 42-yard line of Coopersville. Clock at 34 seconds. And uh, the referee just told the, the clock operator to reset the clock at 35. So here we go. And again, Bullhouse lines up as the slot receiver on the right. Orion Yant is split wide to the right. Slodak will take the Wildcat snap. And Slodak to run with it. He gets... Slodak gets knocked down at about the 40. And I think the Ducks will spend a timeout now with 26 seconds to go. So... John Shilato throwing a little wrinkle into that wing tee there. So it's going to be second down and we'll call it 13. The ball's at the 40-yard line with 26 seconds left for the Ducks. One timeout left. Of course, the Ducks never kick, so we, we can't feel a field goal isn't even in the count. Get down inside the 20. It's touchdown or bust for the Ducks. And um Jacob McLaren, the tight end, who made a reception on the last drive. That that was one of the key key possessions as as the Ducks were able to convert on a on a, on what was a first and twenty deep in their own territory. And we'll see what Coach Shilato dials up here. 
question is, will they go back to the Wildcat with, with Slothock taking the direct snap? Here we go. This time they go back into the traditional tee. Trenton Bullhouse under center. Looks at a four-man front. Uh, Coopersville's prepared for a pass. Four linebackers and three DBs. Bullhouse rolls left to throw. Rolling, rolling, rolling. He's going to air it out deep. And it is caught by Orion Yant down inside the 10. That one kind of hung up in the air. And Orion Yant, who's a power forward on the Ducks basketball team, used that six-foot-four frame of his to shield off the Coopersville defensive back. And he makes the grab on the nine-yard line. And the clock stops because he got out of bounds. 17 seconds left. The Ducks have one timeout left. They've got it first and goal at the Coopersville 9, and, and, and the Broncos want to take a timeout to set their defense. Bullhouse just kind of threw that one up for grabs, but he had confidence that his big tight end, Orion Yant, would come down with it, and he did. How about this? In case you just joined us, um, the Ducks opened the scoring with a 55-yard touchdown run by Trey Slothock. They got the two-point conversion, led it 8 to nothing. Um, Isaac Lemieux scored on a one-yard run for Coopersville to make it 8-7. to seven. Then Keaton Hendricks scored on a 23-yard run for the Ducks, followed by another two-point conversion. That made it 16-7. to seven. Then a little swing pass from Bo Harris to Nick Gordon. Gordon turned that into a 65-yard touchdown run to make it 16-14. Gordon then scored on a 33-yard run to make it 21-16. And then moments ago, um, Slodock scoring on a 6-yard run to put the Ducks back in front 22-21. Ball marked on the far hash at the 9-yard line of Coopersville. 17 seconds to go in the half. Bohaus brings them up to the line. Two tight ends in a balance line. Three backs across the back. Man in motion out of the backfield. That's Slothock. Here's Bohaus rolling out to his left. Rolling, throwing. It is caught by Rolando Roblin. And Roblin is knocked out of bounds inside the five. Down to the four-yard line. Lemieux knocked him out of bounds along with Ty Arthur. Pickup of five, second and goal Ducks, 10 seconds left in the half. Now, the Ducks can run the football. If they don't get in, they can still use their last timeout. Here we go. Straight T formation. Bullhouse under center. Boy, how big would it be for the Ducks to score here? Bullhouse. Bullhouse pops over the middle. It is caught. Touchdown, Zeeland West. Orion Yant, who caught the pass a moment ago for 30 yards, catches the pop pass. Actually, that's, that's check that. That's um Jacob McLaren. Jacob McLaren with the grab. The tight end, the junior with the grab. It's now 28-21 Ducks with the two-point conversion upcoming. Here comes the two-point conversion. Ballhouse under center. Coopersville, Coopersville coming on a blitz, and uh, Ty Arthur 
jumped across, and it's going to be it's going to be offside Coopersville. So that's going to move the ball to between the one and two yard line. So the Ducks have have forced two turnovers tonight, and they have capitalized and scored turned both of those into touchdowns. Here we go, Bullhouse under center, full house backfield. And Trenton now steps away from his center. And Zeeland West is going gonna, is gonna to spend a timeout now. With seven seconds to go in the half, no reason to hang on to it. So they want to make sure they get this two-point conversion play correct. Seven seconds to go in this wild and crazy first half of football. 28-21, Zeeland West in the lead. So the offense for the Ducks huddled around Coach Shillito. Again, the ball marked between the, marked at the one and a half because of the offside penalty. And whatever the discussion was with the coach was a short one because the offense is back out onto the field. Ducks are two out of three on two-point tries tonight. Last week, they were six out of seven. And again, worth noting, West will get the football to start the second half. Bullhouse brings them up. Can they add to this lead? Bullhouse hands it off to Slodock. Slodock, he's into the end zone for two points. Trey Slodock over the right side. Following the blocking of Wyatt Borson and Alex Magruder, he pounds it in for two, and with seven seconds left in the first half, it is Zeeland West 30, Coopersville 21. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics in the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Lucas Smith gets ready to kick off for the Ducks, and I don't think... I don't think he's going to, there's any chance he's going to kick the ball deep. Here's the run up by Smith. It's a low line drive kick, fielded and going down to a knee at the 20 yard line is one of the up men. So no time comes off on the clock. Coopers will have time to run one play before going to the locker room. Ryan Van, Vandertine was the was the up man for Coopersville that fielded that kick. My feeling is the the Ducks the Broncos will try and get the ball in the hands of Nick Gordon, who's had two big touchdown runs in this ball game. A short pass that turned into a 65-yard play and a 33-yard touchdown run. Rain falling here at Zeeland Stadium, a little bit of a light shower. Coopersville comes out on offense. They'll go trips left, single receiver on the right. Gordon is, is the slot receiver on the left. Bo Harris is in the gun. Harris rolls left to throw. Harris throws. Got a man. And they're trying to do the hook and ladder. The ball is out. 
and the Ducks recover it. They were trying to set up the hook and lateral play, but the receiver fumbled the football, and Zeeland West recovered it. And the Ducks are saying there should be one second left on the clock. It is the end of the first half, the officials say. So that's the end of the first half here at Zeeland Stadium in this Division Three district final. It's been a shootout, and right now the home team in the lead, it is Zeeland West 30, Coopersville 21. You're listening to high school football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. With our producer, the great Gary Stevens, this is Greg Chandler here at Zeeland Stadium. Welcome to our halftime show in this Division Three district final. And it, it has been an offensive explosion. We have had 51 points in this first half. It is Zeeland West 30. Coopersville 21. Here's how it went down in the first half. Coopersville took the opening kickoff, and on the first possession of the game, Zeeland West defense got a turnover as Trenton Bowhouse intercepted a Bow Harris pass at the 45-yard line of the, of the Ducks. On the very next play, West's first offensive play from scrimmage, halfback John Slodock took the pitch out, went right, cut left, and found nothing but daylight as he dashed 55 yards for a touchdown. Keaton Hendricks ran in the two-point conversion, and just two minutes and 23 seconds into the game, the Ducks had an early 8-0 lead. Coopersville responded with a 67-yard 13-play drive. It was capped off by a one-yard touchdown run by Isaac Lemieux. The extra point kick by Evan Olson, good. 8-7 was the score at the end of the first quarter. The Ducks came back early second quarter, first play of the second quarter, actually, as Keaton Hendricks scored on a 23-yard run to cap a 47-yard four-play drive. Two-point conversion passed good to Slodock, 16-7. Ducks led it. But on the, on the first play from scrimmage for Coopersville after the ensuing kickoff, Bo Harris threw a swing pass to their big play receiver, um, Nick Gordon. Gordon kicked on the afterburners and turned it into a 65-yard touchdown. The extra point good, and so in a matter of 24 seconds to start the second quarter, we had two touchdowns. It was 16-14 Ducks. On West's next possession, they faced a fourth down and five from their own 25-yard line. John Shilato elected to go for it and not punt the ball, and Rolando Roblin was stopped short of a first down. And that led to a quick strike scoring drive by Coopersville, and once again it was Nick Gordon, a 33-yard touchdown run, and Coopersville led for the first time at 21-16, with 9.19 to go in the first half. But the Ducks were unfazed. They came right back with a drive of their own, and it was Trey Slothock scoring on a six-yard run to make it 22-21. Coopersville then fumbled the ball on their next possession. Brody Smyers recovered it, and that set up a drive that concluded with a pop pass from Trenton Bowhouse to to Jacob McLaren for four yards with seven seconds to go in the half. The two-point conversion was good, and the Ducks go to the locker room at the half with a 30-21 to lead over the Coopersville Broncos. Meanwhile, in the game over in, in suburban Jackson, late second quarter, it is Parma Jackson County Western 21 and Stevensville Lakeshore nothing. Uh, Parma Western just got a pick six to extend their lead. Let's check some of the other scores around West Michigan. South Christian with a 7-0 lead over Forest Hills Eastern at the half. 
Asagatuck playing tonight against White Pigeon in Division 8 at the half at Jarvis Memorial Field. It is White Pigeon 14 and Sagatuck nothing. Uh, White Pigeon's a team that has had the Trailblazers number over the last few years. Some other scores around West Michigan. In a battle of OK Red schools, late second quarter, Rockford 21, Granville 14. Uh, Hastings leading Portland at the half, 24 to 22. It's West Catholic all over Oak Ridge, 31 to nothing. And Muskegon leading Mona Shores at the half in the Battle of Muskegon by a score of 14 to seven. That's in Division Two. We're going to take a break, and coming up next on our halftime show, we'll take a look at what's going on in high school sports around the state of Michigan with our friend John Ross at the Michigan High School Athletic Association. This week in high school sports is next. Your halftime score in Zealand, the Ducks 30, the Coopersville Broncos 21. You're listening to high school football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Welcome back to Zealand Stadium. Greg Chandler with you as the two teams are back out onto the field going through their stretching exercises as we get ready for the second half of this ball game tonight. And uh, in, in case you just joined us, we had an, an offensive explosion. If you, if you like high-scoring, explosive, big-play football, this has been a, a terrific game for you to watch. We have had... Over 470 yards of total offense in the first half. The Ducks had 270 yards, 207 on the ground, and the real shocker, 63 yards through the air. Trenton Bullhouse with several big-time throws in this game, including a touchdown pass to uh, McLaren right before the end of the half to give the Ducks a nine-point lead. Um, Coopersville has 213 yards of total offense, a lot of it uh, on the on the feet and legs of Nick Gordon, their big-play receiver who has two of their three touchdowns on a 65-yard pass play and a 33-yard run. The Ducks are going to get the football to start the second half, and we'll have that second half kickoff for you coming up. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450, WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. West will work left to right across your radio dial in the third quarter. Evan Olsen tees up the football for Coopersville. Rolando Roblin and Brandon Holman back deep for the Ducks. Await the kick inside their own five-yard line. Ducks up by nine as we start the second half. We are underway. The kick away by Olsen toward the near sideline. Roblin bobbles it, reels it in. Roblin to the 10, Roblin to the 15, Roblin over the 20. And he fights his way forward out to about the 25-yard line, and that's where the Ducks will set up shop. Evan Olson, the kicker, was in on that tackle that time for Coopersville. Trenton Bowhouse comes out to lead the offense, and boy, what a big first half for Trenton. Came up, came up with some big-time throws. Remember, the Ducks had a first and 20 at one point, and... Kicked up a couple of completions, and they, he drove him down the field for a touchdown, and then the pe touchdown pass right before halftime. Straight T formation, two tight ends in a balanced line, six men across the front for Coopersville. The give is to Rolando Roblin off the left side, and Rolando is about to the 27, maybe the 28-yard line. The All-Stater, Gabe Van Sickle on the tackle for Coopersville. Pickup of a couple for Rolando. Roblin had a relatively quiet first half, 
had 104 yards a week ago against Zeeland East. Second and eight for the Ducks as they scrimmage from their own 27-yard line, leading at 30-21. Bullhouse under center. Bullhouse hands it off to Trey Slodok. Slodok over the right side. He's over the 30, and breaking loose is Trey, and he's got a first down out to the 35. He went right and then cut left, and he almost broke another one. So Slodok picking up about eight. Trey now over 100 yards for the contest. First and 10 Ducks from their own 35-yard line. And how big would it be to, for the Ducks to put together about a seven or eight minute drive right here? They did that to East last week for the, at the start of the second half. Here we go. Two tight ends of the balance line. Coopersville with five across the front, three linebackers up close. Bohaus has got it, hands it off to Keaton Hendricks up the middle on the die play, and Keaton's over the 40 to the 41-yard line before Isaac Lemieux made the tackle. Pickup of six for Hendricks, who had a 23-yard TD run in the first half. Second and four ducks from their 41-yard line. We're two minutes into the third quarter, 30-21 ducks. The winner goes on to the regional next week to play either Parma Western or Stevensville Lakeshore, and right now it's looking looking mightily like Parma Western. They're out to a 21-0 lead in the second quarter. Bullhouse studies the Coopersville front. Trenton's got it, hands it off to Slodock over the right side, and he is hit at the line of scrimmage, and he's not going to get anything. Well played that time by the Coopersville defense. Ethan McManus was there, so was Javion Rogers. No gain on the play. Third and four ducks from their 41. One of the few plays tonight that Coopersville's been able to get a stop against this Ducks offense. West fans make those noise below me. We've got a great crowd for this hand, for this game tonight. Full house under center with a full house backfield. Trenton's got it. Toss sweep right Slodock. Slodock over the right side. He's out to about the 44. He's going to come up about a yard short of the first down. And if John Slodock went for it fourth and five in the first half, surely they're going to go for it for fourth and a yard here. Bullhouse gets the play from Coach Shillito. Jogs back to the huddle. Nathan Brower out over the football. The rest of the line follows. Bullhouse will step in behind Nathan. Fourth and a yard from the 44 of the Ducks. Bullhouse will keep it himself, and they move the pile. He's going to have enough for the first down, I believe. <laughs> it looks like a rugby scrum out there, and they finally push Bullhouse back, but they're going to give him to the 46. That'll be enough for a first down. It was just one big mosh pit. <laughs> and Trent Bullhouse able to follow his center and get the first down. Bullhouse jogs back toward the huddle. Trent's been dinged up a little bit tonight. He, he jammed his shoulder early in the ballgame trying to make a tackle, but he is hung in there so far. Ducks have already had the ball for four minutes, and they are not even to midfield yet. Bullhouse under center. Looks at a six-man front for Coopersville. Bullhouse. 
Fakes the give to Slodak. It's going to be a bootleg. Bolas tries to get to the outside, and he's going to be twirled down at the line of scrimmage. Well played that time by Isaac Lemieux. They'll give Bohaus a yard to the 47. Actually, no, they'll, 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 they'll actually mark it at the 46, so no gain on the play. Second and 10 Ducks. They started this possession at their 25. And this is already going to be the eighth play of the drive. Now, Coopersville can't score if they don't have the ball. Bohaus under center. Little bit of movement by one of the edge rushers, and he, but he gets back. Now they change the play up. Bohaus barks out the, play, the signal to his offensive line. Bohaus gives it to Keaton Hendricks up the middle, and he has hit at the line of scrimmage. He got maybe a yard or two. Again, Van Sickle in there. Shotko was also in there as well. well. We'll give him a yard. Third and eight ducks from their 48-yard line. We've, we've played five and a half minutes already of this third quarter, and the Ducks still have not gotten to midfield yet, and Coopersville hasn't seen the ball. Here we go. Third and eight. Ball at the 48 of the Ducks. Bowhouse under center. Bowhouse rolls out to his left to throw. Throws. Got a man. It is caught at midfield. Down to 45 to the 40. Breaking away. 35. Still on his feet. 30. 25. 20. Keaton Hendricks, see ya! Touchdown, Zealand West! Keaton Hendricks broke a tackle at the, at the 48 of Coopersville, broke another tackle at the 45, and he takes it the rest of the way, a 52-yard touchdown! It's now 36-21, Zealand West, and... This is a big two-point conversion. This would make it a three-score lead for the Ducks. So Bullhouse with his second touchdown pass of the night. And Hendricks with his second touchdown. He had a touchdown run earlier. Bullhouse under center. Bullhouse rolls out to his left. Throws. It is caught! Brody Smyers caught the two-point conversion, and Bullhouse was getting pressure from Gabe Van Sickle that time. He was able to get it out of there, and Breyers went high, Smyers went high to make the grab for the conversion. So with 6.06 to go in the third quarter at Zeeland Stadium, the Ducks have opened up a 38-21 lead over Coopersville. They have run off the last 22 points. More live streaming of more games in more sports can be found on the MHSA.tv website. Nearly 600 Michigan schools are now streaming every game at every level from their gym, stadium, and other fields with Pixelot, the NFHX Network's automated production solution. To watch live high school action from all over the state and to learn more, visit the MHSAA.tv website. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics in the Holland Stations of Midwest Communications. Well, now Coopersville is in a hole right now. Here's the run-up by Lucas Smith. It's a ground ball. It takes one hop. It is still bouncing. It is picked up at the 17-yard line. To the 25, to the 30, and out over the 35 to the 37. I believe that was Gordon on the return. 
So Coopersville will have the football, but they've got a lot of work to do. As they are down 17 points. They mark it at the 40-yard line of Coopersville. You know, one of the keys in this ball game has been two turnovers by Coopersville, an interception early in the game and a fumble, and both of those led to Zeeland West touchdowns. Coopersville goes trips left, single receiver on the right. Gordon in motion left to right. Gordon gets the handoff on the jet sweep. Gordon is dropped right at the line of scrimmage, and Keaton Hendricks all fired up. Hendricks scored the touchdown a moment ago, and he drops Gordon after a gain of a yard, maybe two. The Ducks not fooled by the jet sweep that time. Second and eight, Coopersville. The Broncos scrimmage from their 42. 5.38 to go in the third. 38-21, Ducks. Broncos look to the sideline to get the play from head coach Ed Kamen in his seventh season. He's taken Coopersville to five playoff appearances in his career. Bo Harris gets the snap. Throws down the middle, and it is in and out of the hands of Gordon at the 40-yard line. And I think Nick Gordon may have seen Trenton Bowhouse coming his way to pop him and took his, took his eye off the football. So that's going to bring up third and eight for the Broncos from their 42. Clock stopped at 5.15 to play. White Pigeon has extended its lead over Saugatuck, 22-0 in the third quarter over at Jarvis Memorial Field. Bo Harris gets the shotgun snap with time, throws down the middle, got a man, caught at the 45-yard line. That's Stanton. Stanton to the 40, hurdles a, a Zealand West defender, and he gets his legs taken out from underneath him by Trenton Bowhouse at the 37, but that's going to be enough for a Coopersville first down. A gain of 21. We've seen a couple of instances of guys hurdling tonight. We saw Keaton Hendricks on his touchdown run hurdle a, uh, a uh, Coopersville pile at the line of scrimmage. Broncos will go trips right, single receiver on the left. Bo Harris in the gun with Isaac Lemieux on his right hip. Four-man front for the Ducks. The give is to Lemieux up the middle, and Lemieux is to about the 35 to the 34. Trey Slothock was in there on that tackle. And Marshall Johnson, the sophomore, was also in there as well. We'll call it second and seven. The ball mark just shy of the 34 of Zeeland West. Clock running, 4.05 to go in the third. Zeeland West leading 38-21. Harris relays the play to his offensive line. He's in the shotgun, awaiting the snap. They give it to Lemieux up the middle, and Lemieux's inside the 35 down to the 31-yard line. Uh, Brody Smyers in there again for the Ducks. They'll, they'll, they'll mark it at the 32, so it'll bring up a third and five. And quickly, the uh, the Broncos up to the line. They go trips right, single receiver on the left. And now they turn toward the sideline as they change the play up. Two and a half minutes, uh, the 
Harris awaits the shotgun snap. He's got it. Harris under pressure. Throws down the middle. Got a man. And it's caught at the 15-yard line. And I believe that's Gordon. Trenton Bowhouse made the stop. So Nick Gordon with another big play. And it's going to be a first down for Coopersville at the Zeeland West 17. So the Broncos are in the red zone. They need a score. They actually need a couple of scores. They're down by 17. And you add up to how much time's left. There's less than 15 minutes to go. Harris sends Gordon in motion left to right. Harris throws down the middle. Got a man. Caught. Dropped. Stanton had a touchdown. And then he saw he saw Trenton Bowhouse coming in his direction. And Stanton lost control of the football. That would have been a touchdown. So that'll make it second and 10 for the Broncos at the Ducks 17, 2.36 to go in the third. Here we go, trips left, single receiver on the right. The give is to Lemieux and Lemieux has hit at the line of scrimmage. He goes nowhere. He may have lost a yard. Marshall Johnson, Wyatt Borson, and Mason Myers all in there for the Ducks on that last play. That's a loss of a yard back to the 18. Third and 11. This time three receivers on the left, one on the right. Gordon is in the slot on the left side. And now we're going to get a timeout taken by Coopersville. 2.02 to go in the third quarter with Zeeland West leading by a score of 38-21. to 21. Nearly 1,500 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSA Scholar-Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $2,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSA website, and the deadline to apply is December 2nd. Don't miss out. Now the 38 points that the Ducks have scored tonight are the most Coopersville has allowed in a game this season. The previous high that they had given up was 31 against Unity Christian, but they scored 56 that night. Here come the Broncos to the line out of the timeout, third and 10 from the, from the Ducks 17. Trips left, single receiver on the right. Gordon in motion left to right. Harris back to throw, throws for the right corner. It is broken up. And Keaton Hendricks broke up the pass intended for, for Stanton in the right corner of the end zone. That was an outstanding play by Hendricks that time. Played that beautifully. Fourth and 10 Coopersville. And uh, you get a sense here that, well, it looks like they're going to send the field goal unit out. We're going to see Evan Olsen try a field goal. This would make it a 14-point game. They need three scores anyway. This will be a 34-yard attempt. 
right from the center of the field. So a straight shot, snap, spot, kick on the way, plenty of leg. It is up, and it is good. So with 1.52 remaining in the third quarter at Zeeland Stadium, Evan Olsen knocks through a 34-yard field goal, and that cuts the Zeeland West lead, the Ducks 38 and Coopersville 24. Looking for a score, a scheduled, a story? MHSA.com has you covered with everything you need to follow high school sports in Michigan, and it works great on mobile devices and makes tournament information even easier to find. Plus, get all the feature stories and finals recaps right on the front page. Check out MHSA.com. That's a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics in the Holland Stations on Midwest Communications. White Pigeon has scored again against Saugatuck. It's now 30 to nothing, and it looks like the, the Trailblazers are going to reach the end of the line tonight, uh, early fourth quarter down in Saugatuck. Rockford has extended its lead over Granville. Actually, Rockford scored, and then Granville came back. So seven minutes to go in the third. It's Rockford 28, Granville 21 at Carlson Munger Stadium in Rockford. Here's an onside kick attempt, and it takes a big bounce, and the Ducks cover it at the 45-yard line. The ball took a big hop, and I believe McLaren, the tight end, did a nice job of, of, of fielding the kick and, and, and getting down to a knee. So the Ducks will have it, first and 10 from their 45. Now the Ducks have only failed to score once tonight. That was when they went forward on fourth down at their own 25-yard line in the second quarter. And that led to a Coopersville score that gave the Broncos a momentary lead. But it's been all Ducks since then. Trenton Bowhouse brings the Ducks offense to the line. It's a straight T formation. The give is to Trey Slonock over the right side. Slonock on the loose, 45-40, near sideline, 35, knocking over tacklers. The ball is out, and it goes out of bounds, but Trey Slonock inside the 30-yard line of Coopersville. They'll mark it at the 28. That'll be a 27-yard run for Slonock. What a night Trey Slonock has had so far. Brody Moss comes in at halfback for the for the Ducks, and Slodock will check out momentarily. One forty-three left, third quarter, 38-24, Zeeland West in the lead. Bohaus brings him up. Trenton under center. Looks at a six-man Coopersville front with three linebackers up close. And Bowles is going to take his time. Now he steps in behind Brower. The give is to Keaton Hendricks up the middle, and Keaton is inside the 25. And down to the 24, maybe the 23. Pickup of five for Hendricks. Clock at 123 and on the move. And... Uh, West does not have to hurry at all. They've got all the time in the world. Bowhouse brings them up to the line. And Bowhouse standing up. Now he steps in behind his center. Down under a minute to go. Bowhouse gives it to Rolando Roblin off the left side. And Rolando's down inside the 20, down to about the 19. Rolando Roblin 
It's going to be third and two. The ball's at the 20-yard line. I think they're going to have time for one more play before this quarter comes in. We're down to 30 seconds. Ballhouse jogs back to the huddle. Down to 24 seconds. Ducks come up to the line. Full house backfield. Down to 12 seconds. And Bowhouse is going to run a quarterback sneak. And he moves the pile inside the 15. Down to about the 13. That's going to be enough for a Ducks first down as the third quarter comes to an end. 12 minutes to go for the Ducks to clinch a spot in the regional next week at Zeeland West 38, Coopersville 24. You're listening to high school football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Fourth quarter action underway here at Zeeland Stadium. The Ducks are in the red zone. First and 10 at the Coopersville 19, leading at 38 to 24. Trenton Bullhouse under center. Full house backfield. The give to Trey Slothock over the right side. And Trey is down close to the down close to the 10-yard line. I, I, I had the yard line wrong. It was the 14, not the 19, after the quarterback sneak by uh, by Trenton Bullhouse on the last play of the quarter. Three yards for Slodock on that carry. Second and seven ducks from the Coopersville 11-yard line. Parma Western continuing to lead 21 to nothing over, over Stevensville Lakeshore. If these scores hold up, the Ducks will go to Jackson County next week to play Parma Western because Parma Western had, had more points than did the Ducks in the uh, playoff point standings. Full house backfield, second and seven ducks from the Coopersville 11. Bullhouse under center. Ducks taking their time. Bowhouse hands it off to Slodock. Slodock over the right side. Bowls his way inside the five down to the four. And you got to wonder if this Coopersville defense is just plain worn out from having to deal with this Ducks offense. First down Ducks. Under 11 minutes to play. Wild one going on between Byron Center and Caledonia. 25-21, Byron Center with the lead over Caledonia in the third quarter. Muskegon leading Mona Shores in the third, 28-21. And Rockford leading Granville in the third, 35-21. Bohaus brings the Ducks up to the line. Bohaus, Cooley steps in behind Nathan Brower. Gives it to Rolando Roblin. Rolling off the left side. Did he get in? Yes! Touchdown, Zeeland West! Rolando Roblin on a four-yard plunge. And the Ducks extend their lead to 44-24. to So Roblin gets his first TD of the night after he had three touchdowns a week ago against Zeeland East. Ducks will go for two. They're four for five tonight on two-point conversions. Ten twenty-one left to play in this one. Here we go. Bullhouse under center with a full house backfield. Trenton's got it. Toss sweep right. Slowdock. Slowdock over the right side, and he's in for the two-point conversion. 
And the Ducks now lead it 46 to 24 over Coopersville with 10-21 to play in this one. Well, the folks on the Zealand side of the, of the football field doing a lot of celebrating right now. Why not? We thought this was going to be a really good game tonight after what Coopersville did last week going on the road to beat East Grand Rapids. And this is a very talented team. But Zealand, they've had, the, the Broncos have had no answers for this Zealand West wing tee offense. They do not face a, an offense like this in the OK Blue. Lucas Smith will tee it up from the near hash at the 40-yard line. Nick Gordon will go back deep for the Broncos. And uh, you know, Gordon's made, made several big plays tonight, but uh, Coopersville just has, has not made enough big plays to keep up with the Ducks. Here's the run-up by Smith. It's a pop-up kick. It hits at the 25, and was it touched? It looked like one of the Broncos touched the ball before it left the field of play, and that's exactly how they're going to mark it. So the the it was it was Ryan Van, Vandertine that inadvertently touched the football before it went out of bounds. So the Broncos will have it at their own 19-yard line instead of the 35. Had he let it go, 10:21 to go, and the Broncos. Well, they need they need points and points in a hurry. Now, since Coopersville took the lead at 21-16 late in the first half, the Ducks have outscored the Broncos 30-3. Trips right, single receiver left. Harris back to throw. He gets it to Gordon in the flat. Gordon to the 20. Gordon along the near sideline, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 23-yard line by Bullhouse and Roblin. Gordon with that reception. Roblin get um rather Gordon gets six yards on the play. Check that five. Second down and five for Coopersville from its 24-yard line. Yeah, you just got to keep the play in front of you if you're the Ducks defense. And don't let Gordon make a big play on you. Broncos look to the sideline to get the play. Harris awaits the shotgun snap. He's got it. He bobbles it. Rolls out to his right. Rolling, rolling. He's going to throw. Got a man. It is caught. 45-40, 35-30, 20-10-5. End zone touchdown, Coopersville. Zach Quigley, the wide receiver, gets the completion, breaks a tackle, and it's a 76-yard touchdown run. Don't go away, folks. It's now 46-30. A great job there by Bo Harris. He bobbled the snap, buddy, but he maintained his poise. He rolled out to his right, got it to Quigley, and Quigley did the rest. And I think Coopersville is going to go for two here. They're down by they're down by 16. Bo Harris gets the play from Ed Kamen and runs back to the uh, runs back to the line. Broncos will go trips right. Harris gets the shotgun snap. He's going to keep it up the middle and did he get in? He did. Two point conversion, good by Bo Harris, and that cuts the Ducks' lead to 46 to 32. 
with 10.01 to play in this one. This one's not over, folks. I mean, Coopersville, I mean, we've seen Coopersville make big plays tonight. Coopersville needs to either get an onside kick, recover it, and or, or force a turnover, or both. Because they've not been able to stop the Ducks defensively at all. And we can about predict the, the, the Broncos will try an onside kick here. And the uh, coverage team for the Ducks breaks out. And uh, we're going to have, I think, nine guys between the 50 and the 40-yard line. They're, the Ducks are fully expecting the onside kick. Um, and it's mostly the hands guys, mostly guys with numbers in the teens and 20s and 80s. Although I do see Marshall Johnson, the offensive guard in there. Here's the run-up. Here's a kick. They take it, they shoot it right at Johnson. It goes through the legs. The ball is loose. Coopersville says they have it. We'll wait for the official. The ball's along the, the far sideline, right in front of the Coopersville bench. The officials are discussing it. Did it did did it did the Broncos recover it before it hit the the ball went to the sideline? I cannot tell from this vantage point. The Ducks are saying it's their ball. Coopersville says it's theirs, and the referee says it is Coopersville ball. The kick went through the legs of Marshall Johnson, the offensive lineman. There was a scramble along the near sideline at the Ducks' 45-yard line, and Coopersville came out of there with it. So with 9.59 to go, Coopersville's got the ball and a chance to, cut, to make this a one-score game. Here we go. <laughs> Broncos go trips right. Single receiver left. Bo Harris is in the gun. Harris has got it. Back to throw. Pressure flushed out of the pocket. Harris. Harris throws underneath. It is caught at the 35 by Quigley. Quigley makes one man miss. Runs into his own man. Reverses his field. And Quigley is finally dropped at the 34-yard line by Keaton Hendricks. And Quigley almost made another big play. But that's still going to be enough for a Coopersville first down at the 29. They set the chains. They wind the clock back up. 9.33 clock running. 46-32 Ducks. But Coopersville just recovered an onside kick. And they're threatening. Bo Harris in the shotgun. He's got it. Hands it off to Isaac Lemieux. Lemieux makes one man miss. Breaks a couple of tackles, and he gets down to about the 26. Before Tyler Bauman made the tackle, number 56. Gain of three. Second down and seven for Coopersville. Under nine to play. A little bit of precipitation falling right now here at Zeeland Stadium. Trips left, single receiver right. Harris in the gun, he's got it. Harris back to throw with time. Now flushes out, rolls out to his right. Can't find anybody. Harris in trouble now, and now he's going to chuck it away. Great coverage by the Ducks secondary that time. Harris had literally nowhere to go with the football, and finally by the time Brody Smyers and Brody Moss came to try to get to, get to Harris, Harris just checked it into the next county. Oh, he... 
penalty against Coopersville for holding. That's going to be a 10-yard walk-off. That will make it second down and 17 at the, at the Ducks' 36-yard line. 8.38 to play. This time, Coopersville will go, will go with four receivers to the left. Lemieux is lined up as a slot receiver, so they, they go empty. Stanton is, is split wide to the right. Fan, Zeeland fans make noise. Harris gets the snap. Back to throw with time. Airs it down the middle, and it is broken up. Intended for Gordon, and Orion Yant, the linebacker, dropped back into coverage. He was stride for stride with Nick Gordon, and he knocked it away. That'll make it third and 17 for the Broncos from the Ducks 36. Clock stopped at 8.32 to play. Well, Harris has got a nice arm on him. Here we go, trips left, single receiver on the right. Harris awaits the shotgun snap. Four man's front for the Ducks. Back to throw Harris. Harris throws left, got a man. It is caught by Stanton at the 30. Stanton to the 25. He'll be dropped at around the 23. That's going to be about three yards shy of the first down. Wyatt Borson on the tackle. That's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth and three, Coopersville from the Ducks, 23. This is the ball game for Coopersville right here. And looking to the sideline is, uh, is Bo Harris, and the Broncos are going to take a timeout. That will leave them with just one timeout, exactly eight minutes to play here at Zeeland Stadium. It's the Ducks, 46, and Coopersville, 32. Rockford has broken the game open against Granville. It's the Rams 42, Granville 21. That is at the end of the third quarter. Portland over Hastings in the fourth quarter, down in Hastings 38 to 24. Again, Caledonia has come back and taken the lead against Byron Center. Brock Townsend catches a pass from Brody Bester for the touchdown. It's the Fighting Scots 28 and the Bulldogs of Byron Center 25. End of the third quarter, it's Grand Rapids Catholic Central all over Berrien Springs 42 to nothing. End of the third quarter in Muskegon, it's the Big Reds of Muskegon 28, the Sailors of Mona Shores 21. It just went final at Jarvis Memorial Field in Saugatuck. The season comes to an end for the Saugatuck Trailblazers. They get shut out tonight by White Pigeon, 30 to nothing in a Division 8 district final. Fourth and three, Coopersville. Harris gets the snap. Back to throw, wet time. Throws for the corner, got a man. It is broken up. He wanted Nick Gordon. He underthrew him and Rolando Roblin broke it up. The Ducks hold, they'll get the ball back with 7.54 to go. Gordon had gotten behind the secondary, but Harris left the throw a little short and Rolando Roblin made the play. So the Ducks will get it at their own 23, 7.54 to go, leading by 14.
Trenton Bullhouse line. It's the straight T formation. Two tight ends and a balanced line. Bullhouse will run a quarterback sneak over the 25 out to about the 27, I believe. They'll give Bullhouse to the 28, it looks like. No, they'll put it at the 27. So we'll call it second and second down and six. They went from the 23 to the 27. Clock running, 7.30 left. Coopersville has just one timeout left. Second and six for the Ducks, and they're going to take as much time as possible off the clock. Bullhouse gets the play from Coach Shilato and jogs back to the huddle. The back judge has his hand up, so we're, we're down to less than 10 on the play clock. And Zeeland West is going to take a timeout. They were, they were going to run out of time to run the play here, so clock stopped at 7.04 to go. It'll be second down and six for the Ducks from their own 27-yard line, leading it by a score of 46-32. to 32. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive manner. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety values of educational athletics and the Holland Stations of Midwest Communication. Late third quarter, it's now Parma Western 31, Lakeshore nothing. Uh, Parma Western has two pick sixes tonight. They just got one a moment ago. So it's looking more and more likely that we're going to have a road trip next weekend for Zeeland West heading down to the area northwest of the city of Jackson, Parma. Trenton Bullhouse brings them up to the line on second down and six from the, from the Ducks 27-yard line. Bullhouse hands it off. This is Slodock. Slodock off the right side. First down and more. And he'll be, he'll be wrestled down at the 35-yard line. So Trey Slodhock picks up eight and a first down. So the Ducks get a new set of downs. Clock running at 6.35 to go. The, uh, the Ducks student section, the Quack Pack, they're dressed in camouflage. Why not? This is hunting season. And the Ducks have been doing some hunting tonight. Bullhouse under center. The back judge has his hand up, signaling how much time is left on the play clock. The give to Rolando Roblin. And Rolando gets out to about the 37, pickup of a couple. Van Sickle was there again for the for the for the Broncos along with Austin Shotko. Second down and eight for the Ducks as the rain continues to fall here at Zeeland Stadium. The Ducks don't mind this rain. Under six minutes to go. Bohau steps in behind Nathan Brower. And again, the Ducks taking as much time as possible. Coopersville trying to maybe anticipate the jump, and now we're going to get a timeout. Zeeland West will take a timeout. 5.36 to play in this one. Zeeland West 46 to 32 over Coopersville. Let's see if we can pick up some other scores in Division 3. 
We mentioned the Parma Western game. Forest Hill Central playing at Mount Pleasant. And we do not have a score update on that one yet. Updated score, Muskegon 35, Mona Shores 21. Muskegon has scored again. It's the Big Reds 35, Mona Shores 21. And Rockford has blown the drawers open against Granville. It was close for a while, but it's now Rockford 49, Granville 21. So the Rams look like they're going to go to the regional final next week in Division 1. Trenton Bullhouse brings the Ducks up to the line, second and eight from their 37. Bowhouse hands it off to Trey Slodock off the right side, and Trey is dropped after a short gain. They'll give him to the 38, it looks like. Evan Arnold was in there again. He's been a busy cat tonight. Pickup of a yard, third and seven ducks from their 38. As we approach five minutes to play, 46-32, Zeeland West in the lead. We had, we had 51 points in, uh, offensively between the two teams in the first half. The scoring has scored down, slowed down a little bit in the second half. Bullhouse under center with a full house backfield. They give it to Keaton Hendricks up the middle, and he's over the 40, and they move the pile, and he's out to about the 43. Oh, that's, that's, that's Brandon Holman, his first. Oh, Trenton Bullhouse kept it. Bullhouse faked the handoff. I... He did such a good job of faking. I didn't realize he has. He still had the ball. They mark him short of the first down. It'll be fourth down and two. Coopersville just spent its last time out with 4.46 to go. And um, the Ducks have not punted tonight. They've only had one possession tonight where they've, where they've not scored. That was when they were stopped in their own territory on a fourth and five in the first half. But every other drive tonight has resulted in a touchdown for the green and gold. Rain continuing to fall here at Zeeland Stadium. So... The Ducks with a 14-point lead with 4.46 to go. Meanwhile, Parma Western has blown the game open against Stevensville Lakeshore. Parma Western had more playoff points than did the Ducks, so if, this, if these scores hold up, uh, we'll be going on the road next weekend. Here come the Ducks up to the line. The Ducks fans have been loud and proud all night long. Here come the Ducks up to the line. Nathan Brower out over the ball. Bullhouse will step in behind them. Full house backfield. Coopersville jams eight them along the front line. They're in desperation mode. The give to Slodok. Slodok plows ahead. He's going to get the first down. He was hit a yard short. He spun away and managed to get an extra yard, and he got the first down. He needed two. He got three. First and 10 ducks from their 46. 425 clock running, and Coopersville cannot stop the clock anymore. I would say one more first down just about might do it here. Bohaus brings them up to the line. 
Coopersville trying to create a turnover. Bohaus hands it off to Keaton Hendricks up the middle, and he gets swallowed up, but Hendricks somehow fights his way forward for two or three yards. I don't know how he did it. Tyler Terpstra made that last tackle, pick up of three on the play. Clock running, 3.40 to go, second and seven ducks from their 49. Here come the Ducks up to the line. Under 10 on the play clock. Bullhouse under center. Trenton's got it. Hands it off to Slodock over the right side. He's into Coopersville territory, and he's down to about the 47-yard line. There was a lot of white jerseys in the neighborhood there. Leading the way that time was, was George Ellis, a senior defensive back. Third and three ducks from the Coopersville 47. 2.50 clock running. 46-32, Zeeland West. So Zeeland West looks like they may be headed to the regional for the second consecutive year. Last year, they, they fell to Muskegon in the regional final. Bohaus brings them up. Straight T. Bohaus gives it to Rolando Roblin. And Roblin is inside the 45, and he stays on his feet. They move the pile. Roblin still will not go down. He's inside the 40, down to the 38. Has he got some help from his offensive lineman? They got a little bit of a push. They pushed him about five yards downfield, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Clock down to two minutes to go, and uh, the Ducks don't have to pick up another first down. They can almost go into victory formation right now. First and 10 ducks from the Coopersville 37. We're down to 145. Roblin brings them, or rather, Bohaus brings them up. Bohaus gives it to Roblin off the left side, and Gabe Van Sickle makes the tackle, and that, that might be the last tackle of his high school career right there. Pickup of a yard down to the 36. 123, clock rolling. Coopersville cannot stop the clock. And the Zeeland West student section begins their I believe that we will win chant. Well, Coopersville will have their six game winning streak come to an end. They end their season with a record of eight and three. Bohal steps in behind centers. We're under a minute to go. And Trenton will drop to a knee. He might have to do it one more time. We're down to 48 seconds. And the Zealand West fans come to their feet as they will improve to, to nine and three on the season. And John Shilato getting a little excited on the sidelines, punching his fist in the air. It never gets old for him. So many wins. Down to 20 seconds. Bohaus will drop to a knee one more time. He does. This game is over. 
and the Zeeland West Ducks will move on to the regional in the Division Three playoffs. They win it tonight over the Coopersville Broncos in a shootout. The Ducks 46, the Broncos 32. We'll take a break and come back with our post-game show. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Welcome back to Zeeland Stadium as Zeeland West Athletic Director Jordan Banstrom presents the district championships trophy to the to head coach John Shillito. And John Shillito kind of motioning to the Coopersville players across the way from us, basically saying, you guys put up a great fight tonight. You have nothing to be ashamed of. But the, it was a night for the Ducks tonight as Zeeland West wins it by a score of 46-32. to 32, And they'll play in the Division Three Regional next week. It Very likely it's going to be Parma Western. Um, with about seven minutes to go in this one in, in Jackson, it is Parma Western 31 and Stevensville Lakeshore 6. So um, it's not gone final yet. It's not official yet, but very likely the Ducks will be playing Parma Western next weekend down in suburban Jackson. Well, it was a wild one from the outset. The tone of the game was set on the first possession of the game by, by the Ducks defense as Trenton Bowhouse picked off a Bo Harris pass at the Ducks 45 yard line. And on the Ducks first offensive play from scrimmage, Trey Slodock found an opening and dashed 55 yards to the house. The two point conversion by Keaton Hovard ain't good, eight nothing, or rather Keaton Hendricks rather, eight nothing, the, uh, the Ducks with the early lead. Uh, Coopersville put together a methodical drive, seven, uh, 67 yards and 13 plays. Isaac Lemieux scored on a one-yard run. Uh, the extra point kick made it an 8-7 ball game at the end of the first quarter. But then the Ducks came back again. Hendricks scored on a 23-yard run, followed by a two-point conversion pass. That made it 16-7 in favor of the home team. But on the very next play for, for Coopersville, Nick Gordon, their terrific, all, their, their terrific wide receiver, took a swing pass out of the backfield, picked up a couple blocks, and he ended up dashing 65 yards for a score. That made it 16-14. Zeeland West then went for it on fourth down at their own 25-yard line on their next possession, and they were stopped a, a yard or two short of the first down, and that was the only time tonight that the Coopersville Broncos were able to get any sort of stop against the, against the Ducks offense. Coopersville was able to capitalize as Nick Gordon scored on a 33-yard run, and Coopersville had its first lead of the game, 21-16, uh, midway through the um, midway through the second quarter, but the Ducks would come back. Trey Slonock capped off a drive with a six-yard touchdown run. The two-point try failed, 22-21, and then right before halftime, the Ducks recovered a fumble, and that led to a drive that was capped off by a four-yard pop pass from from Trenton Bowlhouse to Jacob McLaren, the junior tight end. Slodock ran in the two-point conversion. It was 30-21 to 21 Ducks at the half. The Ducks then took the opening kickoff in the second half, and they put together one of those patented drives that drains so much time off the clock. Six minutes off the clock, 75 yards and eight plays, and it was, it was Keaton, Keaton Hendrick 
taking a pass from Trent Bullhouse, breaking a couple tackles, and he ends up dashing 52 yards to the house. And that made it 38-21 after the two-point conversion pass from Bullhouse to Brody Smyers. Coopersville came back with a, with a drive of 10 plays, 43 yards. Evan Olson knocked through a 34-yard field goal to make it 38-24 at the end of three quarters. Um, Zeeland West came back, 55 yards in seven plays. Rolando Roblin, a four-yard run. That made it 46-24. Coopersville came back with a 76-yard pass play from Bo Harris to Zach Quigley, followed by a two-point conversion. And with 10 minutes to go, it was 46-32 and then Coopersville recovered the ensuing onside kickoff, so they had an opportunity to pull within one score potentially. They did get into the red zone, but on fourth down, Bo Harris's pass was broken up by Rolando Roblin, and the Ducks were able to run the clock out, and they come away with the win as they go to 9-3 and three on the season. Um, looking at some of the numbers tonight, uh, Zeeland West with 18 first downs, Coopersville with 13. The rushing attack for the Ducks, 324 yards on 47 rushing attempts. Coopersville had 108 yards on 22 attempts. Passing yardage, 261 for Coopersville, 115 for the Ducks. Total offense, 439 for the Ducks, 369 for the Broncos. Zeeland West was very efficient on third down tonight, 7 out of 11. Coopersville wasn't bad either. They were 6 out of 9. Individually, Trey Slodhock, 190 yards on 22 carries. So in the last two weeks, Slodhock has rushed for over 350 yards. And um, you know, with 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 Parker Holman not being able to play after the after the knee injury he suffered at midseason, uh, people like uh, Trey Slodhock are stepping up and filling in the gap and uh, and 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 making things happen. Uh, Keaton Hendrick had 87 yards on eight carries tonight. Um, Bullhouse was 5 of 7 through the air, and here's the upset for you. Bullhouse threw for 110 yards tonight. Very rarely will you ever see the Ducks throw for more than 100 yards in a game, but Bullhouse came up with some big-time throws tonight. Bo Harris, 12 of 20, 261 yards for Coopersville in a losing cause. Um, Nick Gordon tonight had 131 yards of receiving and rushing. He had 90 yards receiving on four catches, and Gordon, three rushes for 41 yards. Isaac Lemieux had 50 yards on 13 carries. Um, defensively for the Ducks tonight, uh, Keaton Hendrick had 10 tackles tonight. Trenton Bowhouse had six. Brody Smyers and Wyatt Borson and Trey Slotok, five tackles apiece. We're going to take a break and come back with more of our postgame show from Zeeland as the Ducks beat Coopersville 46-32. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. Welcome back to uh, Zeeland Stadium as the um, as the Zeeland West Ducks advance to the regional next week. Um, it's just about over in um, in Parma, where um, Parma Jackson County West are now leads 38 to six. About three minutes to go in this one, so the Ducks will travel to Parma Jackson County Western next week, um, and. Um, this will be the first time that the Ducks have played Parma Western, but Parma Western has played has played another Zealand school before. They played Zealand East a few years ago, and I'm looking for the result of that game. That was the year that the uh, Ducks went all the way to the semifinals before losing to to Muskegon. 
That was in 2018. That was in a regional final, and the Chicks defeated Jackson County Western, uh, Parma Western, by a score of 50 to 24. So the Panthers, uh, with their win tonight, will go to 10 and one on the season. And this is this has been a really good program over the last few years. They are in the playoffs for the seventh consecutive year, and um, so we're going to be headed down to Parma next weekend. We don't know the time or place yet on that game just yet, but uh, we will definitely keep you posted on that on, on air and online at whtc.com. Let's update you on some other scores from around West Michigan. How about a bit of a surprise tonight? It just went final in Caledonia. Byron Center scores on a touchdown pass on the final play of the game. The Bulldogs upend Caledonia 31-28. Remember, Caledonia went to the Division I final last year. They dropped a division this year. and But Byron Center comes from behind and knocks off the Fighting Scots 31-28. Up at Carlson Munger Stadium in Rockford, uh, it's just about over there, about two minutes to go in that one. It is Rockford 49, Granville 28. In um, Saugatuck played tonight in the Division Eight District Final against White Pigeon. And White Pigeon's a school that has had the Trailblazers number over the last few years, and it was more of the same tonight as White Pigeon shut out Saugatuck, the final there, 30 to nothing. Catholic Central winner over, over Berrien Springs, 49 to 7, the final in that one. Grand Rapids West Catholic shut out Oak Ridge, 45 0. And let's see. It just went final. Um, South Christian, a winner over Forest Hills Eastern. The final in that one, 22-14. And those are all the scores that we have up to this point. We're going to take one final break and come back to wrap things up here from Zeeland Stadium. You're listening to High School Football on 99.7 and 1450. WHTC, WHTC.com, and the WHTC app. back with you one final time here at Zeeland Stadium. Let's update you on some of the scores in the Division Three playoffs. There were 16 teams left in the Division Three playoffs before tonight's games. And here's some of the other scores. We, we've, we've told you about the Parma Western-Stevensville Lakeshore game. We do not have a score on the game between Forest Hills Central and Mount Pleasant. That game going on up in Mount Pleasant. But we do have some other scores to report. Mason all over DeWitt tonight, 42-7. to That's in the fourth quarter. Detroit Martin Luther King, which entered the playoffs with a 4-5 and five record, shut out Gross Point North tonight, 48 to nothing. So Martin Luther King playing a really rugged schedule and looks like they're ready for a deep run in the playoffs. So they're, they're in the regional at 6-5. and five. Uh, Late fourth quarter in Riverview, it is River Rouge 49 and Riverview 27. And we do not have a score on Auburn Hills Avondale, Wall Lake Western. And, um, oh, we do, do we have one other final. Gaylord defeated Petoskey tonight by a score of 23-14. to 14. So those are all the scores we have in Division Three. Of course, you can follow all the brackets on the MHSA website at MHSA.com. Join us for Hope College football tomorrow as the Flying Dutchman wind up their 2023 regular season with a contest at Ray and Sue Smith Stadium against the uh, Trine University Thunder. Mike Coleman and I will have the broadcast beginning at 12.30 on uh, Saturday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van and 92.7 The Van.com. 
A lot of folks to thank who made our broadcast possible this evening. We'd like to thank the folks here at Zeeland West High School, Athletic Director Jordan Banstra, Administrative Assistant Leslie Brookhouse, and the rest of the folks here at Zeeland West. To Gary Stevens, <laughs> long day for Gary today. Did the morning show and did talk of the town and running the board tonight for our broadcast tonight. Thanks to Gary for, for keeping us on the air. And as always, we thank our business partners who bring these games to you. We wouldn't be able to bring them to you without their support. Most of all, we'd like to thank you for tuning in on this wet and cool Friday night. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast as well as the final outcome of tonight's ballgame, whether you tuned in on WHTC Radio or around the world at WHTC.com. That's going to do it from Zeeland Stadium. This is Greg Chandler saying so long. Our final score tonight, the Zeeland West Ducks, 46. The Coopersville Broncos, 32. You've been listening to High School Football Action on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com. Area high school football coverage is brought to you by our sponsors. OK Tire Stores, Sales Heating and Cooling, Glenda's Lakewood Flowers, and Central Park Law. Gridiron Action is also presented by Van Weeren Hardware, Goog's Pub and Grub, and Russ's Restaurants. Visit WHTC.com and take a look at our sports schedule for upcoming broadcasts of local area high school football sports on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC and WHTC.com.